steel toes and scoreboards. Kurt, what Drew Bledsoe never got hurt? No Tom Brady, bro, period. I don't care what anybody says. What about the 1983 QB draft class? You mean the whole fame draft class? <laughs> you know, we typically don't get political on this show. Let me clear the air just one time. Let's go, Brandon. Ooh, hot take. You know, you are the biggest dummy in the world. You pissed <laughs> off your own Steelers well, fan base. You know, I don't give a damn. Franco Harris had butterfingers. <sighs> All right, we're going to cut that off there. But it's kind of fade out. Some things just go better on paper than what they turn out to be. Technical difficulties here. It's not shutting off. Uh, I was so happy to do a new intro, but, uh, you know, Kurt messes up on the back end of this. There we go. It finally shut off. So, uh, welcome to a, a Friday bonus episode, maybe. I don't know. I, te- I texted Kurt last night. Actually, you need to call Kurt. Uh, I was supposed to meet him at his house at 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, but I not only overslept, I also forgot to set my alarms because, you know, we only work. We work four tens a week. We're off every Friday. Uh, I forgot to set my alarm this morning. My alarms only go off Monday through Thursday. <laughs> so, but I texted him last night and told him we need to get some more mileage out of this thing. You know, so. I'm going to try to maybe start picking up the pace. Hello, puss. Come in, puss. Yes, out here. Uh, I was just telling our listeners uh, how I not only overslept, but I also forgot to set alarms. Because <laughs> uh, when I have to do stuff on Fridays, I, you know. Uh, yeah. No worries, brother. We work four, day, we work four days a week. So my yeah. alarms go off Monday through Thursday, right? So yeah. I was I was just telling everybody we're only two minutes in. I I cut off the opening again. I can't wait to get in. Uh, next uh, weekend, um, I don't know if we'll do a Saturday night. I kind of already had plans, so we might do a Friday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon. But next week we're gonna I'm gonna go ahead and push through this week. We're gonna do the point guard episode. Okay. Yeah. But uh. That- I told her. I told everybody. I was texting you last night, late at night. Like, hey, we need to get some more mileage out of this thing. Right. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm cool. Dude, cool I woke up. It. I woke up a little bit ago. At eleven uh-huh. at eleven o'clock in the afternoon, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> hey, to my credit, I woke up to go take a piss about five thirty, six thirty this morning, and then I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm gonna lay back down for just a little bit. I didn't really lay back down. I went to the recliner on the couch, and you know, and I have my, I, yeah. I opened my windows. Good. I, opened, yep. I opened my windows last night. Yeah, and, and I turned my heater, my heat off a couple days ago. Uh, it was a very warm and toasty sixty-two degrees in this house this morning when I woke up. I bet you was freezing to death. Wasn't oh you? man, I got a hoodie on and I got a beanie on right now. <laughs> I'd say it's about what it is in the trailer right now here. Yeah, for those that, for, for for those listeners, let me tell you uh, another reason we we got the BTA two, which we're using right now. God, we this little son of a bitch has paid itself off. Oh yeah, best fifty dollar investment we made. Kurt goes, yeah, I keep the house pretty cool in the wintertime, and I went over there for our <laughs> December sixth episode where we did our hot takes and sausage, 
And that son of a bitch had his thermostat set on 63 degrees in fucking December. And I'm like, yep, definitely ain't coming back over here till spring again. Oh, man. It's good for you. Who the hell keeps their house at 60? You had it the thermostat on 63. Well, I mean. I thought I, luck was shaking because he was old. I think he was shaking because the little fucker was freezing. No. He was like freezing. Oh, man. So what are we, we going to talk about today? Um, I think I think I said I was just gonna press the red button and we're just gonna roll. There were some upsets last night. You want well? Yes, let's let's dive into some college basketball. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's, let's dive into March Madness. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Take the lead. Most surprising well, upset. It's the most surprising upset. I've seen several. Really, Iowa get beat. You know, here's the deal. Me and Adam. Me and Adam were texting all afternoon because I left at two. You know, I left two o'clock. I had some stuff to take care of. And uh, I got home finally and started watching games. We were texting. So that game between Iowa and who the hell is Iowa playing? Let me pull up my bracket here. Yeah, I'm drawing blank. I'm still, I've still got morning fog here. Let me uh, pull up the brackets. Somebody out there screaming right now. You big dummy! They were playing this team. <laughs> I just want to brought it up. I can't think of who it was either. Oh yeah, I had. Anyways, I did a bunch of brackets because I always do brackets because that's it's fun, it's addicting. So I do a bunch of brackets every year, and I was fifty fifty in that bracket. I split them all. It was um, yeah, Iowa and Richmond Spiders. Yeah, there you go. The twelfth yeah. which is funny because you know, um, I've one of these guys. I'd start I, the first time I ever did brackets. I think was the year Kansas won, and I think Kansas won in '08, didn't they? Didn't Kansas win in '08? Pretty uh, sure. I think, yeah, that was I the think first so. year I did brackets. I didn't do them in middle school. Didn't do them in high school. Two years out of high school. Um, and I always there's usually almost always one 12 seed that takes down a five seed. Right. I mean, it's not a formula. It's just you know they call it the curse of the fifth seed. Mm-hmm. Uh. Another one I was 50-50 on. Um, another one I was 50-50 on was Michigan over Colorado State. The one I had the biggest whiff on was uh, South Dakota State, 13th seed against Providence. And um, I think I picked South Dakota State in all but like three brackets. And I picked them because uh, I know it's a smaller conference. I think it might even be D2, is it not? Uh Anyways, no, him. Anyways, no, it's the, it's the original one. Okay. No, that's right. Um, yeah, it is. It is D one. They were like averaging on like something like 80, 90 points a game. They were one of the top scoring teams in the country, but they didn't play a lot of ranked opponents. I think they only had right. one or two top twenty five games. The RPI was low then. And uh, but I pushed them to and and they they pushed Providence to the end until Providence ran away with it. They ended up Providence ended up winning 66 to 57. Um uh, UK got beat too, didn't it? Well, yeah, we'll get to that. So, got to say got to save that one for last just because it's funny. Uh-huh. Uh one oh, I accurately predict I predicted and uh I did not go all 100% on every bracket, but I think uh I was 80 or 90% correct in the brackets over New Mexico State 
and Connecticut, another 12 versus 5 matchup. New Mexico State beat them 70 to 63. And just for fun, in like three brackets, or not even three, like two brackets, I picked St. Mary's upset, or St. Peter's upset in UK. And they did. And I didn't even watch that. I kept uh, watching uh, the Hoosier game because I was like, you know what? We're going to turn this around. No, and then even even in the second half, when the second half, the first the first few minutes of the second half, it was still within reach. And then, you know, the Gales just they put their foot on the fucking gas. And I tell you what, they run a pretty efficient offense. <laughs> uh, another one that I I I totally whiffed on was uh, thir- a a thirteen and four matchup, which was Vermont versus Arkansas, um, and. Arkansas barely escaped with the victory, seventy-one to seventy-five. Um, uh, UCLA barely escaped. Well, I didn't. I don't think I, I picked UCLA in every bracket. In every bracket, I did, and they barely escaped, only by four points. Yep. Uh, Watch the highlights of that. I was like, uh, I don't know how many brackets I did this year: 10, 11, 12. Either way, I was only in only like three brackets. I picked San Francisco over Murray State, which Murray State won. That was a ten versus seven match, uh, but just barely. Murray State edges them out by five. I had Murray State upsetting Kentucky in round two. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's gonna be an intriguing matchup there. Then huh? that, that y- yes, it will. Yeah, I like to say it's good for basketball. Right, mid majors getting in. Now there's some there's some good game. You know. There, there's some good games coming up. Let's see here what's all on tap for today. Today we've got uh, – today we have Lowell of Chicago against Ohio State. we got Jacksonville State against Auburn. We have Montana State against Texas Tech, which I think I have Texas Tech going to the Final Four in several brackets. Yale versus Purdue, Villanova. Watch out for Villanova. Jay yeah, I, Jay Wright, yeah. Head coach Jay Wright is uh, he he's known for doing uh, you know good work around this time of the year. Yep. Uh, they're playing I, I, I care, Delaware. I think got them going to Final Four or Final Eight. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miami versus USC. Now see, I'm a Miami football. F- oh, by the way, I, I shit you not. You know how I told you I woke up, put a hoodie on. Yeah. I'm wearing my green and orange Miami Hurricanes hoodie right now at the kitchen table. <laughs> now I'm not big on Miami the, basketball, the but it's you know that's my favorite college football team. I mean, it's the, they're they're the only school in D1 collegiate athletics that's known by one letter. It's the U. Yep. Uh, I don't know if Jim Laranega is still coaching Miami or not. Laranega is a you know Laranega is an underrated coach. Yeah, for sure. Um, Notre Dame's playing Alabama today. And watch out for this upset here. Uh, number 11, Virginia Tech against number 6, Texas. That could be... I got Tech going. Yeah. That could be intriguing. Also today, uh, Adam Sweet's surefire upset. Adam Sweet's got number 13, Chattanooga, upsetting number 4, Illinois. Oh boy! Duke versus Cal State Fullerton, uh, Iowa State another sleeper versus LSU, uh, number one seeded Arizona against a sixteen seeded Wright State. Uh, another matchup I've been wanting to I've been looking forward to. Uh, we got five seeded Houston 
taking on University of Alabama Birmingham UAB. Uh, Houston, uh, I got Houston going to the Final Four a second year in a row again. My surefire upset pick today: uh, fourteen seeded Colgate takes down three seeded Wisconsin. Uh-huh. Uh, we got a ten versus seven matchup, and this one I've been paying a lot of attention to. Me and Adam talked for at length about this. You've got number 10 seated Davidson. Okay. Davidson is where Steph Curry played. Right. They're coming in 27 and 6. They're playing the seventh seated Michigan State coming in at 22 and 12. And you know how much I talk about Tom Izzo. Right. I don't know how much I've talked about him on air. How. How much have I talked about him at work when we've just been talking? Oh, yeah, quite a bit, yeah. So, bring up. Tom, Tom Izzo, I put him up there in that uh, – I don't know if he goes on Mount Rushmore, but I put him up there in that talk of these legendary Hall of Fame badasses or guys that should be – the guys like the John Woodens, the Bobby right. Knights, the Coach Ks, the Jim Bayheims, the Jim Beelines, right. the fucking Roy Williams, the Bill yeah. Self, you know, like – but. Michigan is not playing Rick Patino. That's no, and unfortunately, fucking Calipari. Yeah. Um, but Michigan State is not playing good basketball. They had just, they just haven't been like, like Izzo's always in the run. Like, I like I. This is what I tell everybody. Izzo, and no matter who he has, if he has all seniors, if he has all freshmen, whatever. He's he's a, right there. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a guy when it gets to be the end of February before the bracket release, he's guaranteed at least like a 14 seed almost. Right. Like but uh so that that's a good one for today too. We got a couple more for today. Um another intriguing matchup uh Seton Hall versus TCU, which I think me and you talked about at work a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That one's a toss-up. Of course, you know, eight versus nine is the closest rated ones that right. they're always toss-up. Uh, I I actually split that 50-52, I think, best of my knowledge, because I couldn't, I couldn't pick. But now right. look at, looking ahead to some looking ahead to some Saturday matchups. So far, what's on tap for Saturday? Uh, we got some we got some good games. Uh, number one seeded Gonzaga versus Memphis, which I had Memphis beating. Beating, um, whoever the fuck they played yesterday, Boise State. Um, I'm looking forward to that. You got a one versus eight matchup coming up also with Baylor against North Carolina. I don't think North Carolina can take down Baylor. I do believe this weekend in the round of 32, of course, we still have two one seeds that has to play today. I believe at least one, I believe we will lose at least. One number one ranked seed before the Sweet Sixteen. It's okay. I just I just don't know where. I could be wrong. I think by the time we get to the Final Four, obviously I don't think we'll have four number one seeds left. We might have a couple, but uh, some other matchups coming up this weekend so far for the lineup on Saturday. Then you've got twelve seed of Richmond against number four Providence. You've got a battle of Kansas as you have Creighton versus Can- number one seed of Kansas, which I think. 
Creighton is a Kansas university, right? Yes, 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 it is. So uh, I, I got Creighton with, with uh, beating there. I think this ain't the same Creighton team that was that was playing alongside. You remember just a few years ago, uh, several years ago, back going back like you know the 2012s, 2013s, 2014s. You had Doug McDermott. Yeah, Doug McDermott. But but not only that, you had you had a run of Kansas schools making the tournament. You had oh, Kansas. Yeah. You had Wichita State with uh, Greg yep. Marshall. Yep. And then you had Craig. Like shockers. Man, they the shockers. went. Didn't they make it to the Elite Eight or the Final Four? They made it to the Final Four that year, I think. Yeah, they made it one year there. I can't remember what year, but yeah, they were pretty tough. The matchup that I didn't want to see is also coming up Saturday. You'll have St. Mary's against UCLA, which, uh, as I said, Adam. Adam, I don't, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to my text message screen with our boss. And I, want I, you, see, I can see them causing, posing a problem for UCLA, maybe. I want, you to, I want you to read this. I said, in all seriousness, can we take US, UCLA? I'm confident we can take St. Mary's tonight, which is my fault. Who's your fans? Who's your nation? I'm the one that cost us a victory. I jinxed us. Send me the hate mail. <laughs> he said, I say IU by 5 tonight, UCLA by 12 Saturday. Write it down. That did not age I mean, well. I mean, I watched a little bit of the highlights. I watched the highlights of the game, and it was one-sided highlights. That's about all I need to say. We're supposed to be good defensively, but we couldn't, we couldn't guard the water bucket last night. Good night. You know what I? You know what joke I made? And I'm sure I'm sure I'm not the only person. I'm sure if I hop on social media, I'll see fifteen thousand other people saying the same thing i watched them i watched the the cheerleaders go up to get the ball after it was stuck on the back of the the goal and i said look our cheerleaders rebound better than we do oh no (laughs) well (laughs) we need a rim shot button damn it yes i'm gonna get an auxiliary sound pad that'll hook up we need a we need a we need a rim shot button yes (laughs) absolutely absolutely for sure for sure Hey, uh, I seen something cool on social media last night. What's that? They finally posted the pictures of the new of the uh, of the University of Texas order that we done a few weeks back, sitting uh-huh. in one of the uh, study halls or whatever down at uh, down in Austin. Looked pretty good. Looked pretty sweet. Did I? Have you seen it? Uh-huh. <clears throat> I don't know if I showed you the. Whoa, that was loud. I'll have to send it to you. Yeah, they're sitting yeah. right there. Uh, the boss's daughter, uh, who was in there with us when we were doing the March Madness hoops thing, mm-hmm. she's the one that runs the social media. So uh, okay. I, po- I, I, you know, I shared the picture of it. It's pretty cool. It's you know, they're butcher block tops on maker tables, and they've got the Texas Longhorn logo on them. Really? Oh, dude, yeah. it looks badass as hell. Really, I like to see that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering if when we do the LSU order, because we got a bit, we got a big order, like a multi multi million dollar order for our listeners out there that's coming up uh, sometime in June or July. So we've been slowly eating into it because this is like, I don't I, I don't know what the deal is here. I don't know if they're worried about this or if this is just one of the bigger orders that we've gotten a while. But I mean, you say the words LSU order and everybody's ears perk up and they're just sit there and they're. Their eyes cross over and everything, and uh, <laughs> uh, I'm wondering if the LSU order 
will actually have the tiger on it. Because that would just be... Oh, yeah. So... Oh, we'll, we'll see, I guess, won't we? Uh, what do you think the greatest upset in tournament history was? I don't know. Do you think there's, it would have to... There's do you so th- many, I mean... What do you think about... What do you think about last year when... Or not last year. What do you think about three years ago when we had the first 16 take down the first one? That was uh, pretty crazy. First time in history. That was the first time in history. They were yeah. completely undefeated. That's that's the only time. Nobody saw that coming. No. And we put that in our in our worst episode ever, the uh, top 10 best moments in sports. Right. We put that in there. Nobody saw that coming. No, no, no. And it, they didn't just – it wasn't like they beat them on a buzzer beater either, Puss. They beat them. They beat, they them. beat them by like 20 points. Yeah. They were, they were outclassed. By not only a smaller school, but smaller players too. Like Virginia out-coached. should have been fit. Yeah, and they were out coached. Yes. Well, I mean, we got two 16 versus one matchups left today. You think you see Maybe. another upset coming? Well, you never know, man. You never know. I don't. You know, any given day. What do you like better? If, 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 if the team comes out and they execute, I'm sure they got a plan. If they execute, you know, you never know. Okay, let me ask you this. What do you like better? Seeing small schools beat big schools oh, yeah. in the Again, tournament? Let me stop you right there, brother. Okay, okay. Well, we <laughs> right, won't even right go there. any further. You'll never right, you'll right. never get to know what I was going to ask <laughs> next. <laughs> All right, we'll go on, then. Okay. All right. I, like the, I, like, I like the small schools, though. You know... It's just, uh, it's kind of like college. It's kind of like high school basketball, and I and I and I have given you, I have given you time to say this before, and I'm going to give <laughs> you time to say it again. Tell me why. Tell me, tell me about class basketball in the wonderful state of Indiana where we were born and bred here. Tell me, tell me your opinions on high school class basketball. I don't like it. You can't have four champions, state champions. How can you have four state champions? I, I did I, now when we had the little playoff deal, that was all right. They should have kept it that way, right? I, don't, I, I just don't think it could be four state champions. You like seeing a big school in Indianapolis, and then a little bitty school from uh, BFE down here in well, yeah. Southern Indiana. They meet in Indianapolis, or they meet up north, or somewhere in the middle, neutral ground, right? And there's yeah, one state champion out of those two. Yes. Yep. That's the way it, I don't know. It, it worked for years and years. I don't know. And nobody ever really complained about it, I don't think. It's just something I thought they needed to do, I guess. So you think four state champions, if they're going to keep with class basketball, then there needs, play. there needs to be a playoff between those four yes. after it happens. One and three and two and four. One and three and two and four? There you go. So yeah. that way it's pretty even matched. One, yep. three, two, and four. Yep. And then we have we do that over the course of a Saturday. Another yeah, another eight. and then we have one ultimate universal champion. champion. Yes. Well maybe we need to get a hold of IHSAA athletic uh, I I think it'd be good for the, I don't know why it would be. It should generate uh, well, income for the IHSAA, you know. Hey man, and I think it would go over. 
Just off the square in Jasper, and I think I've mentioned this before to you, and I don't know if it's still there because I haven't went through town. You know, if I go to Walmart or something, if I go, I take the long way around. As soon as I get into Jasper, I take the shortcut past the north side of town, Sitco, and I go around past work. I don't go through town. I don't run Newton Street all the way. Right. You know, so, but right there off the square, when you're where 231 meets 162 and everything, right there off the square, for years when I was a kid, there was a big-ass sign laying down there by the barbershop and them apartments just off where the Astro Theater used to be, painted, painted big in colors for everybody to see. Class basketball in the state of Indiana is wrong. <laughs> so, I don't know if it's still there. Well, there's there's other people that feel like I do. I mean, I think they I think they got rid of one of the best sectionals in the whole state when uh, the Washington section was taken away. You know, that and you're still dangerous. you talk about that all the time. You are butt hurt about that, aren't you? Well, it's a good sectional. I mean, it has all all the local teams. You know, within shouting distance, I'll say. You get up there to. You get up there to Martin and and Pike and or not Martin. You get up there to Martin Davies, Knox County. There's some good programs uh-huh. up that way. You've got Shoals, you got Bar Reeve, Washington, uh, Vincennes yes. Reve. Yep, Lagodi. Lagodi. Lagodi still have a high school today. They still do, don't they? High school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I oh, thought yeah. they didn't. Didn't there? We were talking. Wasn't there two of those schools? I said should be combined into one. Uh, we talked Ligoti about that before. And Shoals. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Shoals the Jug Rocks, man. The Jug Rocks, yep. What kind of team nickname is that? I don't know. I don't know. It's different. Hey. Have you ever seen a Jug Rock? I've seen pictures of it on the internet. I've never been over there. It's just right off the highway. I mean, a 50 there. You can see it like you're going into town. Pretty cool. It makes you wonder how that thing. We we should go set up and do a remote podcast from there one day. On top of it? Yeah. You got a la- you got a ladder to help me get up there. Well, I mean, we throw all our weight up there, dude. It might tip the thing over. I don't know. I mean, you're not a small boy, man. I'm not a small boy. No, <laughs> we get a quarter ton up there. It might just tip tip the thing over, dude. Well, we get a quarter. We get a quarter ton up there. That takes care of my portion. What about yours? No, no. <laughs> I've been losing uh, weight, dog. I know. I see it. I see it. Bit checking you out, man. So I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into a lot of details here. I'm just gonna lightly uh, throw a strike down the middle because I told you I was gonna. Uh, first pitch. First pitch. I'm jumping all over. Okay. You. Um, Get the strike. You did a good deed yesterday. That's all we'll say. Uh, you. Uh, yeah. Just generally concerned. You. Uh, you helped save another guy's life yesterday. I, I need that. to start nominating you for going the extra mile. Well, you're a good I person. Just, you're you're a better person than me, puss. I tell you what, you care about people. Well, I do. I Aside from my kids and my my family and and I guess you and Luck now, because I mean you are my brother. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. You know, I generally I try to it. think nice of people, but I don't. You know. I well, I mean, I try not to look at what issues they have. I just try to look at them as human beings first you know right it's hard to do sometimes because people are assholes for the most part i hate to say it like that they are they huh? they certainly they, can be they certainly can be and i'll just 
don't know. I think that I need to do. I just had to do something. You and know? you didn't know who to say, so you said something to me, and then I, yeah. you know, took yeah. it up the ladder yeah. of command there. And anyways, well, uh, hope all is well. Uh, and uh, don't want people blowing. And we right. we don't get feedback hardly. Anyways, it's just a thumbs up. So. We're not going to give away any details. Just know Kurt did a good thing for somebody in need yesterday at work and uh, hope all is well. It seems to be, I don't know, maybe. Your boy, you're putting a lot of good karma out there. Well, I try to. You're, gonna, you're definitely going to get the pearly gates. If you, you, you know, I'll uh, probably, I don't know about I'll that. Probably, I mean, hey. I'll probably make <laughs> it up there before you do and I'll save you a seat. I don't know about all that. I'm an old, old timer, dude. Oh yeah, you turned fifty one this year. You turned yeah. fifty one this week. Yep. On Monday. Fifty one. Nah, you don't, don't know better. You don't look a day over thirty five. <laughs> Man, you're all right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Hey. All right, so uh something else. We have a whole bunch of uh episodes. That we started and we just decided to push off. So we have a whole bunch of notes saved. And I ain't even I ain't even pulling them up. But we have a whole bunch of uh, of things that we never got finished that eventually we need to finish. Like the, the athletes and the what if this, the what if that, the what if this. So so I think today what one thing I wanted to do was just ad-lib. Because like I said, I don't know how long we're going to do this episode for. Right. I don't know what we're going to cover. But I just simply text you and I said, hey... Let's get some more mileage out of this because uh, the second or third week of May will be our one-year anniversary. And since about July-ish, June-ish, we got on a schedule where we just started going every two weeks. We'd we'd go on Saturday nights when I didn't have the kids. Right. And that's fine, but that means we average roughly two episodes a month. And I'm like, man, let's get some fucking more mileage out of this. Yeah, we can slip a couple in on, you know, remote and everything. Yeah, yeah. So... So we were going to just touch base, just kind of banter back and forth, ask a few questions, give an opinion, and cover some of the stuff that we didn't have, we didn't get done. And I'm going to throw the first one at you, and I'm going to let you take it, and I might add in, but I'm going to let you take the first one here. So what if Bobby Knight never left IU in 2000? He would be really old. <laughs> no, he's t- uh. <laughs> I had to turn the volume up for that. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's that. Hey, that is hey. the infinite wisdom I look for in every episode. Hey, Kurt hey, Kelly, hey. everybody. That is the fact. He would be older, right? Uh, well, I, I'm not really sure why they let him go in the first place. They fired him or what have you. I mean, I think I don't remember all the details of how that came down. Uh, you got to yeah, think. I, I was either. I was 13 years old. Either he, he was he was gonna step down, or, or they were. I think they were gonna fire him, and then he just resigned, or right, okay, or he wouldn't resign, and they fired him. I don't remember which. Um, I guess I could pull up the Google machine. It's right here. I mean, I mean uh, that'd be a good idea. We'll but just I see because I don't remember the details on that. Well, I'm pretty sure some people were butthurt about something. I don't know. Was. Wasn't it the of, Neil Reed thing, the choking yeah, or yeah. sexual harassment or something? I went into sexual harassment. No. I think it was choking. I, uh, something happened in practice, which... That was the choke. Yeah. 
Let's okay, see. Yeah. Anyways, uh, September. Yeah, he was fired September tenth yeah. of two thousand. Huh. Yeah, that's. If there's over that incident there, was it? Uh, that well, there there was the uh, I forgot about this. The Calvert Chaney incident. There was a uh, Kent Harvey. He was a freshman. He said, "What's up to Bobby Knight on campus?" Uh, Knight was pissed. He said, "My name isn't Knight. It's Mister Knight or Coach Knight." <laughs> uh, you know. He said. I don't know how to say it. Cantankerous, maybe? That fella? You ever watch any of his golf shows? Who? Bobby Knight. You know, the little clips he... No, I've never seen those. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> it, it was Golf Made Easy, the name of it. It's Bobby Knight. It's on Bloomington Channel, I think. It was pretty interesting, though. It was bleep, 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 bleep. Think about his record, though. Um, to me, he's the greatest coach, not only in Indiana history, probably the state of Indiana history. He's probably the greatest coach of any sport in the state of Indiana, professional uh, or collegiate, no matter the sport. I'd have to agree, yes. He spent, yep. um, I want to say like 30-something years in Indiana. Right. Let's, uh, let's see what Google says. I'm pretty sure it was like, wasn't it like 30 years, 31 in several years. 29 yeah. years. 29 years, yep. National championships. And the only one I know for sure, I know he won three. three. The 87 was the last. That was the year I was born. Yep. They Walker. won 81, 76. Isaiah Thomas being out 81. Uh, two more Final Four appearances, 11 Big Ten championships. Um, hey, That speaks for itself, I mean. Well, he was so, very so, demanding. Very demanding coach, though. I mean, it was his way to the highway. He had a game plan, and that's and that part of it is brilliant. Let's just say his social skills could have been a little bit sharper. You know? So what would have happened if Knight would have stayed on? Well, I think we'd get, have another two championships, I think, at least. You think two more national titles? I'm going to say two more. Yeah, especially with some of the talent that rolled through there then. Yeah. Man, and think about some of the guys that that came in to the program. And not only that, what's fun, What what? <coughs> one of the reasons we never put this episode down on paper or finished it or put this episode out on tape was it's all opinion-based, but, it, but it's so hard to speculate because right. if Knight would have been there... Some you know, some 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 high school athletes across this country commit to certain universities for football or basketball because of who is leading right, the team. Right. right. Now that you think true. think about all the players that went other places who have come out of saying you know they liked watching Indiana basketball or or some, could you imagine if some could you imagine if Derrick Rose wouldn't have been playing at Memphis in two thousand eight he'd have been playing for Bobby Knight at IU right right yeah. Could you imagine if Dwayne Wade wasn't playing at Marquette, but he played at Indiana for yeah. Bobby Knight? <laughs> yeah, it'd be uh, game changers. 
Anthony Davis instead of going to fucking Kentucky just hops yep. right on down the road from Chicago because I believe Anthony Davis grew up in Chicago. I thought could be wrong. I, I think that's right. Could I'm you imagine sure. Davis just hopping south yep, and just and coming you. to Bloomington? Of course, we had some talent that rolled through there that you know Bobby could have worked with for sure. He had Marco Killingsworth. Roll uh, with it. Roll with it. I love this. Lawrence. Lawrence. I think he, he coached Lawrence Funderburg. Um, think so. I think he did. I think. I think he might. Maybe not. Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller. There you go. Could you yeah. imagine if in yeah. 2011 Bobby Knight was still coaching IU? At what age would he be? The oh thing, God, he'd have been in his. Well, how, how old is he now? How old is 80? Bobby Knight now? He could be at least 80 years old, don't he? No, he couldn't be 80 already. Ah, uh, boy, time flies. Oh, okay, he's 81. There you go. So, 10 years ago, 11 it's years 71. ago, he'd been 71. But can you I imagine? He'd be at the, that would be toward the end of his career. I mean, surely. If, if, though, if Bobby Knight was coaching that night in Assembly Hall, to me, that's the best is winning a national championship. Kentucky's ranked number one. Christian Watford, the three yep. at the yep. buzzer, and Big they stuff. fucking rush the court at Assembly Hall, man. Yeah, that's, why, that's why they don't match up anymore. They don't, we don't match up with Kentucky every year anymore, isn't it? Didn't he do away with that matchup? Kyle Party got rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't agree to the schedule. So uh, we don't. We don't play them in the season anymore. That used to be a big showdown uh, every year. To me, Indiana versus Purdue is good, but to me, it just not. It doesn't have the sis, the sizzle right. that it was when it was Indiana versus Kentucky. Right. Right. There you go. Right. So we've had to, to me, in my opinion, and that's the best thing about sports talk, it's very opinionated unless we're doing research episodes. To me, Indiana versus Purdue has just become we've had to we've had to tolerate it. It's like when you get married and you don't really care for your in-laws, but you gotta tolerate them. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not saying that's no I'm not saying that's true. I'm not saying I've been there. I don't want to put that out there and somehow this gets back to her. That's not what I'm saying, but I mean you know what I mean. <laughs> um, I got along with my father-in-law and then mother-in-law. Right. Anyways, that's not the point. The point is, to, we, we are, we are accepting a substitution with Indiana versus Purdue. I get it. It's a division rivalry. It's an interstate rivalry. But to me, I never cared as much about Indiana versus Purdue as I did Indiana versus yeah. Kentucky. Same here. Same here. So I, I do mean, like. They were, go ahead. they were marked on the schedule, you know, but Purdue was, but the one that was circled. Was IU Kentucky? It's a circle. That's right. I mean, it was uh, what we were going to see what we had that year. You know, it was, it was usually an early season matchup, which I like. You know, see where you stand at that point in the season. It'd been I, fun. I to, it. It'd been fun to think about some of the players that have come through in recent years, if they would have came through earlier too, and Bobby would have been there. And the first name that pops out to me and Adam. Adam shits on me about this all the time. Was I think Romeo Langford had so much potential? Uh, agreed. And I mean, he's he's done on, did his one and done, went to the NBA, whatever. I think that was one of the biggest whiffs we had with him. Like, I you know when he was getting ready to sign, the, you know there were schools recruiting him out the ass, and oh. there were several there were several Power Five conferences 
schools that had offers to him. And he's like, no, I'm just going to stay here at home. I'm going to play for IU. And man, oh man, oh One man, I love that kid. One and done. No. One and done. It's- I don't know what I feel about all that neither being able to Dude, that's why there's no dynasties in college basketball anymore. You have coaches with legendary programs that keep refilling with newer players every year, but that's just because kids are going to play for that coach because they're NBA coaches. John Calipari brings nothing to the table for Kentucky. Fuck you, Kentucky fans. I love some of you. Some of you I'm tight with, but fuck you, Kentucky fans. I've said what I said. Calipari puts guys in the fucking NBA. That's why these kids go there. They're not going there. They don't give a shit about their college education. They don't care about dynasties. Uh Hey, we don't even care if we win a championship. We're going. We're going to do one year. Cal's going to get us NBA prepped. That's why there's no dynasties in college basketball. That's why if I was commissioner of the National Basketball Association – over the players' union or whoever, Division One NCAA board of power, whatever the fuck you want to call it, <laughs> I'm putting, I'm implementing changes. Uh, the NFL yeah, guys have to play three years in college, I think, to go to the NFL. Right. I'm implementing the same fucking change. You're playing three years of collegiate basketball before you go to the NBA. You're not coming in straight out of high school. You want to play in the NBA? Sorry, kid. You're going to college for three years. Well, about making your grades, too. you got to make your grades. And see, that's that's one thing that that gets me, is these guys go on and make their millions in the NBA. Half of them don't even go back and complete their college education. All right. How dumb is this? You could come in... Could you imagine the hype surrounding LeBron James back in the day if they would have made LeBron go to the co- go to college? All right. So LeBron goes to college for three years, okay? He goes up one night. He, he, he's a year into his NBA career. He's made some money. He goes up, blows out his knee, and blows it out so bad that they're like, dude, you can never play competitive basketball again. All right. What's he going to do? Well, pretty soon you're going to blow through those millions of dollars. Go back and get a college education so you have a backup plan. Go back and get your degree. You know, one of the smartest things I've seen, and uh, hey, go me. I figure out a way to get a pro wrestling reference in every episode. (laughs) You know how many of these guys go on and then um, at the time when they're on the road, you know, when they're on the road 40-something weeks out of the year, you know, they're doing online schooling. They get to the arena. They go to the gym, work out that morning. They go to the arena. They're sitting there in the catering area, some of them with books and laptops working on college educations. Because, right. I mean, uh-huh. you take a botched power bomb wrong, I mean, you can't wrestle again. What are you going to do right. to make your money? Uh-huh. Well, fuck, I'm going right. to finish my college degree. There you go. But uh, anyways, we went on a tangent there. Just started with Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight, <laughs> Bobby Knight would be proud. Oh, good oh. God. One other pro wrestling reference, and it's tied to Bobby Knight even. Oh, yeah? So I brought this up to Adam. I brought this up to Adam at work the other day. I said, hey, in like 2001, 2002, it was like Bob Costas did an interview on his HBO show with Vince McMahon, the owner of the World Wrestling Federation. Well, I guess WWE now. But uh, I said, 
Bob Costas had Vince McMahon so riled up. I said, Vince was turning red. I said, I thought he was going to hulk out, turn green, and beat the shit out of Bob Costas. <laughs> I said, Vince was throwing shit. And you can get on YouTube and find this. It's hilarious as shit. I want to say it was like 2001, 2002. I could be wrong. But it was definitely early 2000s. I said, when Vince left the set, Bob Costas had Bobby Knight in the can as his next guest. Bob Costas turned to Bobby Knight and said, Bob, for the first time in your life, you're the most docile person in the room. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, anyways, yeah. So Bobby, if, if if Bobby hadn't left IU. I think it would have been at least, at least one more championship. I think he would have stayed 10 years. Yeah. Which would have put him in 69, yeah. 70, 70. So, yeah. so by, so roughly by 2010 or 2011, which is the Christian Wofford bucket over Kentucky. After 2011, at the most, I think he would have bowed out. Yeah. I, so, I so in that run of time, I would say, in my opinion, and and we'll put this this particular topic to bed, and we'll just throw it in this hodgepodge episode today, so we'll never have to do it again. <laughs> I think we would have had one more national championship because we were due for one. We kept coming close in the early 2000s, right. or. Or right. the late nine. I think we would have had one more national title at some point. And I think we would have had at least two more final four appearances. And then there the rest of it's hodgepodge. I mean, I think we would get sweet 16 appearance here or there. There right. might have been one or two seasons where we didn't make the, the dance and we got to play in the NIT. But I think at least one more national championship and at least two more final four appearances. You know, I actually want another thing. The game was evolving. It's still evolving. I mean, it evolves every day. Every day, you think Bobby could have kept up with these changes? I mean, I think I think he could because okay, so here, so you know, the, the I mean, one good. of the one of the whole things that kickstarted this this erasing of Bobby Knight from Indiana's, you know, whatever for years. You know, his he was persona non grata. His name was taboo until they had the 20-year, 30-, 40-year reunion, right. whatever, back in 2020, and he got a standing ovation at Assembly Hall. Uh, I think, you know, Bobby's an old-school guy, and, you know, you don't say, what's up, Knight? You know, it's Bobby Knight, yeah. Mr. Knight, Coach Knight, da da da, -da. Bobby's an old-school guy, but I think he would have been smart enough to see, okay, the world's the world's changing this way. God damn it, these young whippersnappers. <laughs> these, these young whippersnappers coming in behind me. Oh, Rodney Dangerfield gets no yeah. respect. No respect. Yeah, respect. Yeah. But I think he would have – He would have He would have known that. that he would have had to evolve to stay. Yes, I mean, the okay. three-pointers, you know, they had a three-point line, right? But then these teams have really made it – I mean, he just he would have to change his style. I mean, I wonder, if he, could, I wonder if he could have done that. They they probably would have advised him not to be throwing chairs anymore. So I bet you he would have had a stress ball, and you would have shot the camera over to him on the sidelines there, and he's just squeezing that ball. Looks like he's jerking his hand, or look like he's jerking uh, his dick. I mean, he's just squeezing. Did I say jerking dick I mean, on the podcast? <laughs> I did. did I? Yeah. I did uh, so. Fuck it. We'll leave it in. But you know, he's like squeezing that stress ball. It's just like going and going and going and going well, and going. You gotta think. You gotta think. What are the changes that he's seen too as coach? I mean, the three point line. The shot clock changed twice. I think when he tenure. I mean, uh, those are things that really changed the complexity of the game. 
But I, I, I think Bobby would have been able to survive because well, he's a sharp guy, you know. Intangibles mm-hmm. and a high basketball IQ. IQ. There you go. Yeah, I think he would have been able to do that. Plus, you know, I think just because he's a legend, he's got the coolest middle name in the world too. You know. Yeah. Montgomery. Montgomery. Yep. The general. Robert Montgomery Knight. Fun fact, you know how many uh division one uh victories he has? A bunch. Nine hundred and two. I was gonna say which would, but... which would probably put him about top five now. Yeah. Um to, let's yeah. see if I can just uh What about Coach and, K? And he's in he's in good he's in good uh he's in good company. He you know, fifth all time behind uh Coach K, Roy Williams, my boy Bob Huggins, West Virginia Mountaineers, really? baby, really? and Jim Beheim. I like, Bobby. I like me some Bobby Huggins. Bobby was a uh, they play they play a hard nose style of hey, basketball. I, I like it. There's cert- I'm a Hoosier fan at heart, but there is certain teams that I like watch playing college basketball. I love watching Duke play. Love Coach K. Love the hate that. White players at Duke. Can I say white players at Duke? Is that racist to say white player? Ah, fuck it. I don't care. My show. Uh, I love the way. I, I love, you know, the the antics of Christian Leitner and J.J. Reddick yes. and right. Grayson Allen. Uh, I love Bob Huggins. Bobby, Hur- Bobby Hurley. Bobby uh, Hurley. Yeah, I mean, this goes on there for sure. Uh, you know, that's going to be a future episode, too, because as I was uh, – Listening to the Michigan game yesterday, I got okay. thinking about the Fab Five. Oh, yeah. So then I got thinking about the Fab Five, and then I got thinking about the Duke game. And then I got thinking, you know who I forgot was on that 92 Duke team? I'm pretty sure he was. Was Seth Davis not part of that team? Who is, a, so, who is a college basketball analyst now, especially I at tournament so, time? Yeah. I'm pretty sure was. Seth Davis was part of that team. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. And uh, Bobby Hurley is coaching somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Hurley is coaching a team that was uh, in the tournament just a few years ago. I don't remember right. where he's coaching, but Bobby Hurley is coaching somewhere. Uh, high basketball IQ. And you, and, and you know my love for Grant Hill because I talk about Grant Hill all the time. Grant you Hill. Know? I like me some Grant Hill, yeah. You know, everybody, every kid, especially my generation, you got to think about kids like me that were born from – in 87 to a couple years before me, the kids that were born in 85 to a few years behind me, kids born in 90, Jordan was our guy. But after right. Jordan, you know, some of my favorite players after Jordan will surprise you. It doesn't go Shaq right away. It's more like Sean Kemp, Grant Hill, right. then Shaq. Right. So, Grant Hill, what a great two-way player. I mean, defensive end and offensive end. We're, we're going to do a career look back. At Grant Hill episode someday. Uh, that'd be a good one. He'd love to talk about that, really. All right, okay. so uh, so uh, do you want to tie a knot? Tie tie a knot. Do you want to tie a rope? Damn it, tie a bow on the Bobby yeah. Knight portion. There you go. Yeah. Any, anything else to add? Uh, he's a very right. he's a very wealthy wealthy man today. Uh, Forbes. Oh, yeah. Forbes estimates his net worth at being right around $15 million. That's a lot of scratch. That's a lot of scratch. Uh, Bobby Knight has come out. We don't talk politics, but Bobby Knight was a big uh, Donald Trump, pro-Donald Trump guy. Yeah. Uh, you know. All right. 
And uh, we, 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 we missed Bobby Knight. I got hopes yeah. for uh, Mike Woodson, just, but I, he's not going to be Bobby Knight. We're just homers. We, you know, we don't like. I really change. thought. I'm really glad you said homers because at first I thought that was going somewhere else. <laughs> no. no. I was going to tell Homer. you to keep it clean, but I said jerk and dick a few minutes ago. So. <laughs> Homer Simpson. Dope. Homer. Dope. You little. Why you little? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Homer's my spirit human. <laughs> Me too. All right, so uh, moving on. Here's another one that was in the can that was started. And uh, this is all opinion-based. Just throw this out at you, and you can add live, and I can add live. I don't know how long we'll stay on this, but what if KD never left Oklahoma City? Uh do the Warriors win back-to-back championships then? I don't, I don't think in so. In 17 and 18? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't know. I don't know. That was, that was a pretty good team. The guys were lights out. Does KD get a ring if he stayed in Oklahoma City? I think so, yeah. They were just, I mean, him and Westbrook, and it was just starting to get a little bit of a nucleus there. Yeah, I think they would have. They were pretty good. The Western Conference Finals in 2016, OKC and Golden State. Uh, wow. Probably one of the best uh, NBA Conference Finals I've ever seen. Right. Clay Thompson had that miraculous game six where he puts up 40-something points. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, they lose, and uh, – you see Kevin Durant walking off the floor, and the camera's on him. It ain't on Westbrook, and you could just see this look of utter disgust and heartbreak on his face. And I think it was pretty much at that time that he realized, "Hey, I'm not coming back." Right. Uh. So, you I know, mean, they, they were just one piece away from him. Well, and you, and you know, our boss, his his theory on ring chasers, he hates guys that team jump to get a ring. Right. Which I kind of I kind of understand, but I kind of don't. I mean, isn't the overall goal if you leave in free agency, you're going to go to a team that you think has the pieces together and they just need one more piece? Right. So I don't know if Adam's more like he wants something that's organic and homegrown, kind of like the kind of like our 2002 World Series champion uh, Anaheim Angels we just covered right. back when I had right. COVID. Yep. That's that's another way of going about it. There, there's several different. So who knows? I don't. I don't know. If, KD. I, I think if he stayed in OKC, because Westbrook didn't leave till what twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, right, right. or maybe maybe later. Maybe I don't remember. Did Westbrook leave this year or the year before? Sometime during the pandemic era, twenty twenty and on. I can't remember off the top of my head when Westbrook left. I don't know if it was this year or last year, but I think it was last year. But but here's the thing. I mean, they were worried about losing Westbrook. He made it clear he wanted to go to L.A. Wanted to play for the Lakers if he had to, the Clippers, but he really wanted to be at the Lakers. So that's a one-two punch. You know, Westbrook was averaging triple doubles for the season. Nobody's yeah. done that since Big O, Oscar Robertson, who, by the way, is on this point guard list that we do. Yes. Uh, or will do. But uh, I'm just, you know. Does he get does he get a ring if he stays in Oklahoma City? Or I guess I, I should think, I ask what I think, happens if he stayed? I think they add another piece or two and 
if I get another run at it. So, you know, I- it's crazy to think that at one time people were shitting on Golden State for having a big four with Clay and Steph and Katie and Draymond. you know Draymond, but yet uh, just you know seven, eight, nine years prior. OKC for a couple of seasons had a big four with Harden, Westbrook, KD, and Serge Ibaka, and nobody said a word. Right. So, man, man, fun fact, he don't get talked about a lot, but I I love Serge Ibaka. I do, too. I love Serge Ibaka. Yeah, he's a a good player. But, yeah, so, and, and not only that, speaking as a fan... So so here's the deal. I've said this before. So I finally come out and, you know, kind of attach my horses to the Lakers, which I kind of always have been. So I, I'm always going to be a Pacers fan. That's going to be my team. Right. But I also attach my wagon or attach my horse to the Lakers wagon. I always have. I just didn't really come out. and So I essentially have two teams I root for, one in each conference, the Lakers right. and the Pacers. But I stopped watching basketball in high school. I told you that. I stopped watching yeah. the NBA for a while yeah. because it just got stupid there for a while. Yes. And what brought me back to watching the NBA, what brought me back getting excited, was the shit that Derrick Rose was doing the yeah. year before he blew out his knee and he was never the same guy in 2011. Yeah. So since 2011 came around, yeah, I root for the Pacers and the Lakers, but I – you know, I haven't really, I hadn't really made it like, hey, these are my guys. So right. I liked watching a lot of teams, and I liked watching OKC play. Yeah, and Kevin Durant is a tremendous player. Oh yeah, but Kevin Durant has an ego bigger than oh, my yeah. fat ass, oh, yeah. and I have a huge fat ass, but his ego yeah. is way bigger. Oh yeah, for sure. He, he ring chased. Yeah. But LeBron LeBron ring chased too. So yeah. had KD stayed in Oklahoma City, I think eventually maybe he, needs, maybe he needs to go back there and get a championship. They no, they would just forgive him. They'd welcome him back with opening arms, wouldn't they? I believe they would. Is Billy Donovan even still coaching the Thunder or did he move on? I'm not sure. I'm not Googling that. Fuck that. I don't know. If somebody knows, yap at us, let us know. Um, I, I think he would have won a championship if he was a stage. Yeah. I mean, it, like I said, I think they were a piece or two away. Maybe well, just one piece away from it there. Maybe, bro. I mean, in all seriousness, maybe. You know, I, I would never know, I guess, unless mm. he goes back. And that that was the other thing. When he left, I got so fucking pissed at him when he left. Did did LeBron go back to Cleveland and win championship? Uh, he sure did, son. That would cement, that really cements his legacy. That's my boy. I used to hate I it, I was extremely vocal on social media to anybody I talked to. I fucking hated LeBron James. I hated hated hated. And then they lose the 2014 they lose the 2013 2014 NBA finals to the Spurs 
after beating the Spurs in the 2012-2013 NBA Finals. So they, which was got, by the way, we've had that as a topic come up before. Eventually, we're going to review the 2013 NBA Finals because that seven-game series between LeBron and the Heat and Duncan and the Spurs was probably probably one of my top five favorite NBA Final Series of all times. But anyways, so in the rematch year later, he loses. LeBron opts out, so it comes across my phone. You got to think, at this time, I had set myself on fire down at Wapaka. That was when I suffered second, third-degree burns, and I was off work for six months. So um, I'm laying in the recliner in the living room, you know, bandaged up like a goddamn mummy and huh. watching Sports Center all day, and it, it scrolled across. LeBron James opts out of his year with Miami, and I'm thinking, that's not a big thing. He's opting out. All he's going to do is just do No, no, no. No, I thought he's opting out. No big deal. They're gonna he's he's gonna sign a new contract with them for a lot more money. I just thought he's money grabbing. All right. Then, like a few days later, it comes back. Or LeBron is returning to Cleveland, and then they start putting pieces away. At the time, they had had Andrew Wiggins was their star that they had drafted. Right. Wiggins was part of that phenomenal class with Jabari Parker. Right. who played at Duke, Andrew Wiggins, who played for Kansas, and I can't remember the other guy, the top three picks that year, the top three guys. So then they start bringing in pieces. So I'm like, holy fuck, LeBron's going to be right there with Kyrie Irving. Then comes yep. the Kevin Love trade, and I'm like, these guys are going for a ring. Yep. And I was happy to see him go back to Cleveland. I was happy to see him stay in the East because the point I was making a minute ago when I said I was so pissed at KD was at this point in the league in 2016, 2017, the Western Conference was so ridiculously stacked. Teams in the Eastern Conference never had a chance. That's when I told you one time, um, when we first started talking sports uh, two years ago, a year before we even started the podcast, I said they needed to do away with seedings by conference in the NBA because right. it's ridiculous. I said, just just pick the top 16 teams. Uh, or or something because then KD goes west and it's like nobody in the east can take these guys down and it was evident by the run of dominance that fucking Golden State had. But anyways, we're anyways. Do you want to tie a bow on this one or you want to yeah, you got anything we'll else to add? On. We'll tie a bow on. I think he wins another championship if he stays or no, championship. His first. Yep. Okay. He's, Here. he's still chasing, right? Yeah, he he he's got two rings now. He ain't had okay. any more. That's right. Now he's playing in Brooklyn with Kyrie. All right. What else we got? What if I think here's one I started on and then I switched. What if Earnhardt survived Daytona in two thousand one? Hmm. 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 The Intimidator. This one's more up your alley because you talk about Earnhardt quite a bit. This is this is up your alley. I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't. I don't. Do you think he gets an eighth uh, championship? Oh yeah, yeah, I think he does. Maybe a ninth. Ooh, man, that's a hot take right there. He was that good. He was pretty good. Um, now that <laughs> I would gotta ask you this. What? what about NASCAR? Is it a sport? 
Is it a sport? Are you asking me? Is it a sport? Yeah. Well, if you ask ancient Greco-Roman times, that's Greco-Roman. This isn't wrestling. Chariot racing? Now, back in ancient times, ancient man did three things for his life. He He wrestled for his life, he swam for his life, or he ran for his life. Right. He did not get in his 700-horsepower car and drive away with his life. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But if NASCAR isn't a sport, then is uh, e-gaming a sport? E-gaming? Oh. Professional gaming, you know, like they have all no. these Madden tourneys and NBA tourneys right, and right, World right. War tourneys. Is, no. You know, my 10, my 10 soon-to-be 11-year-old son this summer – it tells me all the time that he doesn't want to play real sports anymore. He wants to become a professional e-gamer because that's a sport. I don't really call it a sport. No, it's a video, video game. <laughs> a video game? A video, yeah. Tell that to him. He thinks it's a real sport. <laughs> I, oh, well. I mean, you I know. know. I, I just was curious what your take was. I don't know if I'd ever asked you that or not. I've it's a motorsport. There you go. But I'll I mean, go, I, 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 Kurt Daytona was a few weeks ago. I didn't watch Daytona. I didn't watch a single race. Now I have neither. I mean, I would at work when I was still down at the foundry. If there'd be a race that got rained out on Sundays, I'd listen to the race on the radio Monday at work. Right. Like I still, I keep up with it, but I don't watch it every weekend. Now, I got back into it a few years ago. I used to get in the NASCAR pool every week. Uh, there was a there was a group of ten of us at work, and uh, we'd five dollar pool. You know, it's like fifty bucks a week, and you would just draw. Uh, you draw two numbers, and those two numbers would be the the positions on on right. qualifying. That'd be your driver for the week. You know, I'd I'd on average I'd win. I'd win one week about every six weeks, eight weeks, which, I mean, that wasn't good. It was just luck of the draw. But, uh, you know. I'm a a racing, I don't want to say a racing fan. I like like racing. Here it is. I mean, is is NASCAR dead? That wasn't really a what if. That was just a simple topic. I never know. Is NASCAR dead? It's certainly not as big as it was. In 2000. Okay, so so it's not dead. You're just going to say it's on life support. Yes. I think it is. So how do you bring NASCAR back so mainstream again? Or do you think it's just changing to the times now? It's changing the times. Uh, where's the next Earnhardt at? Okay, so here we go. So fuck it. I'm going to send it. Can I send it? I'm going to send it. Can I send it? Send it. Okay. Send it. So I read an article about four years ago. I think it was about four. I think it was about 2017. So I read an article... I don't remember where I read this at. It was something I seen on Facebook that somebody had shared in one of the NASCAR groups I was in. Uh, it it was from some off the cuff third click on like page one million twenty one on the internet. Some sort of publication website that will never gain any traction. I don't remember what the fuck it was called. I really, really, really don't. But it said the reason NASCAR is a dying sport is because it's 2017 and times have changed. Times have changed because NASCAR was born out of the ashes of racist old people who do nothing but, you know, 
lobby for the destruction and removable of black Americans and and races and da 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 just went off on a tangent and said that the reason that NASCAR is a dying sport is because people have woken up now and they're more tolerant about uh, the LBGT. I can't say it all. The alphabet community. I can't. I don't remember all the acronyms for for all the homosexuals and and this and that. And, right. And you know it's so it, it just. I mean it. This bitch went off on a fucking tangent. <laughs> just lambasted everybody, calling everybody racist and da 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 da. And then she brought it back to the forefront and she had pie charts on ratings and viewership from this year and this year and this year and this coincides with you know the signing of a quality law. Like she basically said, NASCAR was a dead sport because now. In 2017, we are more tolerable people. We realize the things we can and cannot get away with and the things we can and cannot say. And uh, matched up very well. It was a very well presentation. I think she also might have been somewhat psychotic. But <laughs> so now that I can breathe, because, man, I was just firing right there. Uh, yes, yes. Think that holds any weight or you think she's just off her damn rocker and a little cuckoo? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, NASCAR was born. NASCAR wasn't born out of racist. NASCAR was born because born moonshiners, moonshiners that's right. running fucking pro alcohol in their cars, prohibition. They're like, hey, this is fun. That car's fast. Yep. Well, hey, how fast is your car? You want to race them? I mean, that's, what, that's where NASCAR was born. Yes. You want you want to race them? What do you want to race for? I don't know. How about bragging rights? Yeah. How about bragging rights? My car's faster than your car. Or maybe yep. we'll we'll trade a gallon of my family's moonshine for yours. There you go. All right. Well, let's race. Hey, what are you guys doing? Hey, we're well, you know, we're we're running, yeah, we're running an alcohol exactly. pro. Well, can I join in? Sure. Hey, we well, we're running, you know, prohibition, you know. Yeah. Well, fuck, why don't they, we get they, a group of us together and start something where we race every Sunday? These guys literally built their cars to make run uh, run faster than the cops were running. So, yeah, that's what that's where that legend was born. In, yeah. So, but, uh, well. dude, I wish I I goddamn I wish I knew where that was. I mean, it was like a 12-page just... It was a good, compelling read. And you know me, I'm a nerd. I like to read. You have trouble reading. I'm just picking. I love you. Hey, I love you, dog. But but you know me. I'm a reader. I'm a thinker. But I it was a well-written article. But it was basically nice cars dead because we've become a more tolerant society to the plights of other races and equalities and sexual gen orientations and... That's why NASCAR's dead, because because NASCAR's all tied to racism and this and that, and I'm just like, wow. So yeah, I don't know if I agree with any of all that. Yeah. I guarantee uh, you, you wouldn't have made it past the first paragraph because you would have got pissed not. off or been like, "This is stupid." Probably. Probably both. Probably both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I, I, I think they swung and missed here, folks. Man, it used to be so good on Sundays, dude. And I think that's part of the thing about the whole. Uh, oh, man, dude, I, I'm not a restrictor plate. I'm not a restrictor either. plate guy. Let either. these son of a bitches go. They're meant to run at top speed. Let them go. Well, and it, they're all. Everybody likes to see the big wreck, and they got to keep them close together. And I don't know. It's, it's pretty. There was yeah, maybe go out there and wreck million dollar machine i don't know there was like six races every year that i could not wait to see there was daytona of course you had two daytona races so i'm counting that as one you had the 500 in february you had the night race in daytona in the summers 
I, you I had, had Darlington. Bri- Darlington. Yeah. Talladega. Attract too, uh, too tough to tame. I mean, that thing. that's exactly right. Paperclip. Old school Rockingham. Yeah, there you go. Which yep. used to follow Daytona. Mm-hmm. I love Talladega. Yeah. And every August, night racing at Bristol, the Food City 500. Yes. Bristol stomp. Bristol's all right, man, you know, in the daytime. But, man, to see Bristol under the fucking lights. To see Bristol really, under the really lights. loud. You know how it. hard it is to get tickets to Bristol? It's almost harder to get tickets to Bristol in August in the night race than it is to right. get tickets to the Daytona 500. Yeah, nice, cool fall night. Yeah, it's, I like that. Really. You know, I like Martinsville. I like too. The paperclip. One of my favorite tracks too was Pocono. I like that. The yeah. super okay. It's a super speedway. They used to call it the super speedway that races like a road course. Yes. Pocono yeah. was one of my favorite stops. I'll be I had the EA, you know. The I had NASCAR games growing up. I did, and I love Pocono. I love to race Pocono. It was fun. Hell yeah, like, it was. I like to do Indianapolis Five Hundred too. Uh, their, that tracker in Indy was fun too. But and and to me, there another reason NASCAR. It's 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 what. Okay, so sidebar to get to this to get to this place. So. As I've mentioned to you, and I've mentioned on air, and I've mentioned in some of my solo bonus episodes, I'm coming to grips with the fact that I am getting older, that life moves on. I'll be 35 this summer, and I just talked about it on our episode Monday night. You know, we just lost Scott Hall in the world of professional wrestling. Right. The Undertaker hung up the boots. He's done. He retired a year and a half ago. Everybody's getting older. I am getting older. These childhood stars, the new it's harder to follow new because you've been so accustomed to the old. Tell me about There's it. There's no new stars being born in NASCAR at the time right. because times have also changed. The things you mm-hmm. so so at the end of the day, these guys are all pro athletes in every sport, including NASCAR. They're still considered pro athletes. Right. Back then your number one job was to win games, win races, win matches. But your job was also to build your personal brand. Build your brand in days before social media. You build right. your brand by the things you would say in post-race victory interviews, post-match interviews, post-match game interviews, what whatever. You your well, job was to build your brand. You can't say the things you say now that you could say 20, 30, 40 years ago, which coincides with this psychotic bitch's argument a little bit, I guess. But there's no, there's no building of the brand anymore. There's no – you're not standing out. You're not being a fucking peacock with your feathers spread out right, for everybody. Right. So right. there's no new stars being built where somebody's like, I'm going to tune in just to see that guy to see what the fuck he says later. That's what I was talking about with baseball is the same way. I mean, we were talking about putting ashes in the seat at commissioner way. Perfect I, word. I created a monster when I gave you that. Put, put I mean, asses in the seats. In the seat, yes. Uh, that's what it takes. And obviously, it is, it's missing in NASCAR. It's missing in baseball. It's missing everywhere. It's missing everywhere, yes. I'm not know. saying times don't have to change and they shouldn't change. Change can be a good thing, but it's... There's no new stars, and all the no. old stars in every sport are retiring or passing away. Right. 
And I've been accustomed to this shit for 35, 34 years of my life. And now it's like, hey, here's something new. It's still the same thing. It's still the same thing you've watched, but there's new people. Right. So. And it it brings a different style. And, you know, I'm kind of stuck in my old ways, too. Like, before shot clock, you know, and even the three pointer, I I like the basketball game, then, you know, I tell you. Right. I'm starting to adapt I mean, a little bit, but it's been tough for me to keep up with the sports. Hey, I wanted to throw something by you. Did you happen to see any breaking news from any other sports last night where you were watching March Madness? No, I did not. You didn't? No, I, I, like I said, I was just watching highlights. I didn't stream it like I was going to. So, but you didn't see any breaking news like NFL-wise? Uh you didn't hear about no trades going down? No, I didn't hear about any trades. Oh, oh. so you want me to you want me to just yeah, fill in. Okay, yeah. okay. So Green Bay resigned oh, Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. So so here's the here's the deal on that. So Green Bay resigned Rodgers for a huge sum of money. Right. And, you know, people are 50-50 on Rodgers. Some people hate his guts. Some people like him. I say he's well-deserving of what he gets paid, but... There's a butt in my mouth. But... Uh-huh. Yeah. They re-sign him for a ridiculous amount of money. Then they, you know, they they had signed... Didn't they sign Devontae Adams earlier in the year or last year to a huge sum of money? Well, now it becomes an issue with me with money. Because now they've traded their star wide receiver to the Las Vegas Raiders for a first-round pick, additional picks to be mentioned later, and a couple of players. So now you have your star quarterback back under contract, your star wide receiver that you (laughs) – So so now you have your star quarterback with nobody to throw the fucking ball to. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not sure what's going on here. Now, Rodgers had some 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 key possession receivers who I think could be number ones, it, provided these guys are still under contract or they re-sign in free agency. Guys like Geronimo Allison and like uh, Valdez Scantling, like I love yeah. those guys. But you're without Devontae Adams now. Yeah, and that was the go-to guy there for sure. So why re-sign your star quarterback when now – after re-signing him, you're probably in your in my mind. They're thinking, "Oh fuck, what are we gonna do about money?" Well, Devontae's got this big. Yeah, let's we we gotta have Aaron Rodgers. We can't, you know, Devontae, whatever. You know, Rodgers is Rodgers. Rodgers will do Rodgers things. There you go. There's another line. Rodgers will do Rodgers things. We'll just uh, we'll just you know we're gonna cut some. We're, no, don't cut him. Trade. Okay. Uh, who's a big con? Devontae. Okay, ship his ass to fucking Las Vegas. Bad mistake. <coughs> I don't think he's going to bowl well for him. So, I think Rodgers is done after this contract's up. I yep. think it's a two-year deal. Yep. I think Rodgers is done. Uh, I thought Tom Brady was done, but, you know. <laughs> Boy. Dude, I'm still hot about that. Yeah, me too. What, what do you, okay, and I'll say it again. I'll say it again. We said it. We said in my basement. I did on the phone with you recording Tuesday night, and I'm going to ask you right here at you know, quarter to one Friday afternoon. Who is he trying to prove something to? You got to wonder. 
What is he? What is? What does he want to prove, Kurt? Who is he trying to prove something to? Uh, you gotta wonder. I don't know. Maybe himself. I guess I don't know. He's got uh, seven rings. Your yeah, Steelers have six rings. Six. Yeah, I know. The fuck does he want? He's already the goat. Don't say yeah, goat. Just, don't say goat to me. I have to say it though. I mean, yeah, I don't know what he's got left to prove. Gotta wonder. <sighs> maybe him and Aaron, or I don't know. Uh, maybe Aaron is talking back in. Gotta come back in for another year. Mm-hmm. Possibly, I don't know. Who knows? Do you? Uh, All I know is he's back, and I don't like it. So there was something else that came across my feed yesterday that I wanted to put this out here too. So, the Cleveland Browns, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, two or three days ago, Baker Baker Mayfield put a post out there on social media uh, in a letter, in a heartfelt letter to the city of Cleveland and the fans. You know, know, he can't wait to see what his next opportunity is and thanking everybody here. At that time, Baker was not being traded. He was not being released. It had just become public that Cleveland was going to be talking to Deshaun Watson. Right, right. Okay. And this is why I love the Cleveland Browns franchise, because they shit the bed more than about anybody. They shit the bed worse than the Detroit Lions and the Miami Dolphins do. So whatever, it's made public that they are going to be bringing in and talking to Deshaun Watson. Meanwhile, you've got your star quarterback over here that you moved mountains to get. Right. And, you know, he's finding out you guys are bringing him in. So he's like, fuck, I'm going to be cut from the team. Right. So he puts a heartfelt post out there that, you know, he doesn't know where he'll be next year. He might still be in Cleveland, but he doubts it, blah, blah, blah. He's thanking the city and the fans and doing all the right things that a pro athlete does when they feel like they have to say something when it's been made public, their team's probably looking to replace him. Right. Well, then yesterday, the Browns get notified now, I don't know. I didn't look, and I'm not going to Google because I'm lazy. One of two things happened yesterday. Either Deshaun went and met with the Browns and said no, or he just decided after talking to his agent, like, I ain't fucking talking to Cleveland. It's Cleveland. I'd say, I'd say you're a little bit right on both of them. So so whether, whether that happened and he met with them and he was just like, it's a no for me, dog, or whether he was like, I'm not going there, so they called and canceled. Well, either way, the Browns get notified that they are not in the running for Deshaun Watson services. <laughs> so then they're like, oh, no, because <laughs> yeah. Baker put that post out there. We look like jackasses. Well, then yeah. the shoe dropped because yesterday Baker requested a trade from the yes. city of Cle- or from the Cleveland Browns, to which Cleveland went public with their PR and let it be known that we are not trading Baker Mayfield. We will not uh-huh. be getting rid of his services. And I'm like, so you find out you're not going to get this other star quarterback. Your right. quarterback wants a trade, and then you're going to be like, no, we, we, we love Baker. We love Baker. That's pretty shitty if you ask me, dude. This is, this is what it's like. Baker, we love you. We love Baker. Come on. Baker, let's yeah. – honey. 
honey, let's Baker, let's talk about this. Wait. Come on, baby, let's talk about this. Come on. Yeah. We're not <laughs> no. And then Baker's like, fuck you, no, we're not talking about yeah. it. Like, well, we're not trading you ever. Right. I just think I it's mean, funny. He, Cleveland Browns are the Cleveland Browns for a reason. They shit the bed. They're dummies. They do Cleveland Brown things. They do yeah. We we always have that as, we always we always use that phrase positively for everybody. How about we yeah. use it negatively once? Negatively, the Cleveland yeah, Browns, Browns do Cleveland do Brown, Brown things. Brown thing. Yes, it's, it is kind of funny if you think about it. I mean, that dude, that's hilarious to me. Baker's like, yeah, I think I'm. You know what? This ain't a good fit. I'm I'm gonna request a trade, and then they're like, um, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's like the episode of Family Guy. Yeah. They go to fire the housekeeper, Consuela. Yes. And then she's just like, no, no, no. I clean. I stay. But you're fired. Get out. No, no. no. I go clean. She's not. So so Baker's like, I quit. I'm trading me. No, no, no. You stay no, here. No, yeah, yeah. I'm done. No, no, no. You go hit the gym and work out. So you're ready for it, the season. It'll be an interesting now you're going to have a pissing contest between a multi-million dollar star quarterback. Yeah, that that's what I would do. I would hold him. You're like, you know what? You offended yeah. me. You hurt me. You caused me undue mental duress. It's 2022, man. Everybody yep. gets Sue happy and wants more money and files bu- bullshit after bullshit. I'd be like, you caused me undue mental stress. You know, or, you put stress on me and my family. I want more money or I'm not playing another down. I'll sit out. Or... Or he could use it to his fire event. himself up a little bit. You know what I mean? Not me. I'm an egotistical little, prick. I would set out. Be like, you don't think little, I won't little. set out? Won't you go ask the Pittsburgh Steelers what Le'Veon Bell did a few years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he of course, that, that didn't work out for Le'Veon in no. the end. No. And uh, I was a huge Le'Veon Bell guy. Oh, me too, man. I love the way he ran the football. You guys really screwed the pooch letting him go. Yes. Yes. Oh, by the way, we picked up Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, you talked about that the other night, and I, uh, yeah. I said to you, I said I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I think if I think in a different system, Mitch would be okay. I think Chicago at the time was still just too much of a mess that it wasn't going to yeah. make a difference. Yeah. I think he might bode well in Pittsburgh. The rumor mill churns that the Colts could be looking to get Marcus Mariota, right? Which is Derek Carr's bag, and I don't know how I feel about this. So, so here's the deal. He, here's the deal with him. He, he, he's not proven to where he can play a whole season. Wasn't he a Heisman uh, Trophy winner? He was. Uh, him and Jameis came in the league at the same time. He's injury prone. I don't know if that's true. If they're if we're really making a run for him, I heard rumor mill term. I I personally. Uh, Think if you'd have gave Carson Wentz a, a, another year in this system, possibly Carson though doing the class act. By the way, you know he got signed with the rest right. uh, for the right. Redskins. Or well, excuse yeah. me, can't say Washington Redskins. The, the Commanders. Commanders. You know you don't want to call yourselves the Redskins anymore. Fine, whatever. It's twenty twenty two. But you had two, three years to think of a name. And you come up with the commanders. You come up with the commanders. I get it. It's D.C. It's the nation's capital, the military, but the commanders. You had three years to think of a name, and the commanders. It could have been something better than that. Yeah. Oh, my God. The bombers. Bombers or something. The bombers you know? would have been cool. Yeah. I mean, something else besides that. Oh, but anyways, uh, Carson uh, 
posted a nice message, and I think in the Indianapolis Star, and I think it went out across his uh, social media outlets where he basically was very, very thankful and appreciative of his uh, one-year time in Indianapolis and, and living in the city and ev- the a true professional. And I had commented on the post saying, man, I think if they had gave you another – another year in this offense, I think things would have been a lot different. Well, they had the best running game going. I mean. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor was phenomenal. Beast mode. You know, I didn't I didn't talk about these guys on social media this app, this year as much as I should. And I and I firmly admit that I kinda was I kind of didn't give Carson the benefit of the doubt at the time either. I didn't talk about him much because I was like this is not going to be that good a season, but man, the running game was going good. And then I got my hopes up and I got let down. And that falls on me. Um I didn't I didn't give my own team the benefit of the doubt and I should have. So that falls on me. But you know, um, I don't know. I I, I still I, yeah, I probably agree with you. They gave him another year. I mean, who knows? With that running game, it was solid defense they got. Well, yeah. Recipe. That's a good it, recipe. It's just, here you go, Kurt. It just goes back to two. Uh, new stars are being made every day. Older players yeah. are retiring. Yeah. Things change. Yeah. So. Depressing. <laughs> Getting older. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. I'm all depressed now. You're all depressed now? No. <laughs> Shit, no. man. You got another 20 years left. <laughs> You're going to be no, a 70-something-year-old man still podcasting with me if I'm not dead first. Oh, we'll see. I don't know. I'm I'm fat, man. You know, I could go at any time. Yeah, I'm fat, too. I could go at any time. <laughs> so, uh, this... And I, got, and I got a few years on you yet, too, so... <laughs> you do. Yep. So uh, Sunday, two days from now, my middle one turns eight. So we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a, oh, a, yeah. a birthday party tomorrow night, and it's yeah. not really a birthday party. It's just gonna be uh, me and the kids, my dad and his girlfriend. That's it. That that's it. But we're gonna do. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I got a nice cake. Uh, you know, the grocery store I work at, the IGA, the lady's making right. a cake. I'm gonna pick it up tomorrow. Uh. I need to go get a few groceries tomorrow, too. And uh, I said, what do you want for your supper? Now, here's the thing with these kids. So, as you know, my schedule is I pick the kids up every Friday night. Right. So, I was originally, I'm originally per, our divorce was final August of 2020. Our divorce decree states I get them every other weekend, 5 to 5, Friday through Sunday, and I get them four hours a night, one night a week. Well, I was working part time at the store, and it was just they were there was never the same day scheduled. And I just told and and we only did this for six weeks. And I told her I said this is stupid. I don't get to see him enough. And then she offered up, or I said, why don't I just keep him on Friday nights? She said, don't you want to go out and do stuff on Friday nights? At the time, I said I'm thirty. Yeah. I said I'm yeah. 32, 33 years old. I said no. I said I don't. No. I don't need to go out on Friday nights anymore. 
Right. I was like, I would rather I sit at home with them on Friday night. So I gave up my go. Friday night. So I keep them every Friday night. So <clears throat> I feed them supper on Friday nights. And then, I'll, so the point to all this is during the weekends when I have them, uh, we have pizza at least once a weekend, whether it's for lunch on Saturday <laughs> or Sunday or supper Friday night or Saturday night. At least once we have a weekend, we have pizza because it's quick. Right. So we, it's just a guaranteed thing. Kids love pizza. I love pizza. Everybody loves pizza. Cold or hot, yeah, don't matter. Do. So at least once a weekend, we have pizza from the store, grocery store. So I called last night and FaceTimed my, the birthday girl for a little bit. And I said, baby, I said, it's your birthday weekend. I said, what do you want for supper one night this week? She goes, pizza. <laughs> and I was like, no, we, we do pizza once a weekend. Well, at least one. Why? She goes, it's my birthday, and I want pizza. I said, okay. She goes, but not store-bought pizza. She goes, I want uh, real pizza. Uh, I said, okay. I said, go. we'll get some. I can go pick up some carryout. She goes, and breadsticks. I said, okay, breadsticks. <laughs> she goes, and a pound of cheese sauce. I said, what? She said, a pound of cheese sauce. A pound of cheese sauce. Her exact words, <laughs> a pound of cheese sauce. I said, hey, she, she said, and that's just for me, not for Bubba or Sissy, just hey, my cheese sauce. I like, I like to be some cheese, too, by golly. A pound of cheese sauce. <laughs> that's funny. So I said, what do you want for your birthday? And she said, this or this or this. And I said, well, I don't know. She goes, or you could just give me money. I said, well, how about we do this? I said, how about I, said, how about I just give you money? And then we have a daddy-daughter date one weekend where I just keep you by yourself instead of Bubby or Sissy, and we just go out shopping and go out to dinner. She goes, can we do that? She goes, that's a good birthday <laughs> gift. So I guess I'm going to... There I guess, you go. Yep. I guess I'm not going to get her anything to unwrap because um, that's what she wants. So better, I'm going to get her... pick it up. Card with some money, and we'll go to Walmart, go shopping, and we have a day. She, that's the hard cool. thing about having three kids, especially when you're a divorced parent. Especially the father, you got three kids, two girls and a boy, and they all want one on one time with you where there's yeah. the other two aren't here. So and that gets hard. Life gets in the way, yes. And that gets hard to manage because, you know, my youngest one's three. She'll turn four next month. My middle one, the birthday girl, she's seven. She'll turn eight on Sunday. And my oldest one, he's 10. He'll be 11 this summer. And they all want one-on-one time where they can just stay an extra night with right. just them and no siblings. And sometimes that's hard to do. Right, right. So when she said that, she jumped, like, she jumped on it. She's like, <laughs> so I can stay an extra night, just me, no bubby or sissy. We can go have a daddy-daughter day and go shopping and go out to eat. I said, yeah. She goes, okay, that's what I want. So. That'd be awesome. That'd be an awesome thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's tough juggling all that, yeah. It is tough, puss. It is. Yeah, I'll imagine. Yeah, for sure. You had two boys. You never had to work. And it's different with girls. It's different. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm glad I I had boys. Sometimes. I don't know how it would have took being a... A girl dad? Yeah, yeah, because there was eventually going to be some boy there, you know, and it'd be like, I know. You know, being a girl dad kind of fucked me over, you know it? Because my badass hard meter went down. Mm-hmm. These two little these two little girls kind of they softened you up. Oh man, I hate the word soft, but yeah, 
If well, I'd have had all you. boys, I could have just used a daddy voice. I get your ass in there. <laughs> you know, I could have been hard as shit all the time. Right. What else we got, puss? Uh, I was just thinking this. I'm all excited because mushroom season is coming up. You know. Any avid, avid outdoor people like the mushroom hunt. You know, I think we talked once about doing an outdoor episode where we talk about like hunting and fishing and stuff like that. Right. Right. I haven't went I mushroom hunting in I don't know how long. Dude, I can't wait. I'm, I look forward every year. I'm, I'm ready. Hey, and I, you better fry uh, me some mushrooms so I'll we can have mushrooms. so we can I'll have an episode. Everybody you, always asks me when I go out and come back. I come back to, did you find any? Well, I went mushroom hunting, didn't I? Of course, I found some. Do you put them right there in your air fryer? Yeah, can on deep fry. I, I like deep fry too. You love that air fryer, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yep. You got it's a deep. A, you got a deep fryer too. Yep. Boy, you you just you got everything you need. Yeah, I like to I like to find them better than I do eat them. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> I'm like a little kid in a candy store. Does your stove work? I know the oven don't work. Does your stove work? No, it's it's busted. So you literally, it's literally cold food. Oh, well, I got that hot plate. I warm stuff up on. So I'm you got the, the air fryer, you got the hot plate, yeah. the grill, or the yeah. microwave. No baking. No baking, no. No baking. Yeah. Well, yeah. In a sense, maybe, but no baking. <laughs> I was, I was ill prepared. I knew I had stuff there, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> I choked up. Wow, Kirk Kelly, everybody, Kirk Kelly. Uh, Mushroom season, I dude, I guarantee you, we go out in the woods behind your house. Uh, if you want to go mushroom hunting, I'll let you know when you're up. Come on out, we'll go. I you mean, know I, what? You know what I did last weekend when we were supposed to be recording? What's that? I told you, didn't I? You probably did. But my, I went. My ki- I went coyote hunting. Kayaking. That's right. Yeah, kayaking. I couldn't fit my ass in a kayak. Uh, you need to come up here and get rid of a few of them. I guarantee you, dude. I guarantee you. I sit right out back here. I need to. I need to so, call my boys and say, "Hey, my co-host said we can pop coyotes out of his backyard." Yep. Yep. I, I hear them all, every night. It's, but it's about their big two or three different big packs. It's like there's a bunch of them too. They're wanting to do an outdoors podcast. They told me they're like, "How many mics you need?" I was like, "Well, I'm like my I I need another set of mic and headphones." I said, "But it's cheaper to buy a dual pack." They're like, "Hey, tell me what you need." You mean and, I do a live hunt or what? No, just they want to start a podcast. Oh, they want to and they want to do it with me since I've got the production experience. Mm-hmm. So I, we laid plan. We started to lay plans for a outdoors podcast oh yeah yeah which is which is going to be fun i think yeah it should be fun you know how you got the you know how you got the red shed out back yeah they just bought a shed one of the one of my buddies did and uh he's got some stuff in it and he's going to remodel it inside with wood on the walls kind of like we want to do in my basement right and it's going to be like a mini podcast studio so all i got to do is come down there set up the shit and just roll tape Little Red Shed would be a good podcast. It so, needs yeah. a little bit of work on it. It does, yes. Uh, I, I damn near lived in that thing for a year. 
Party Central Live in the Red Shed. It was too, man. Good time. <laughs> I bet you froze oh, your ass off in the wintertime, didn't you? No. I had a little electrocutor out there. It was toasty. Sleeping morning, on man. an air mattress? I had, no, I had a pretty cold. I told you the lazy boy and everything. <laughs> I could kick back in that thing. Just slept in the recliner. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> have a little mini fridge in there, did you? No, no, I didn't have that in there. Wasn't much eating at the time. A lot of chasing. What's in What's in the shed now? Uh, it's just got different. It's got weed eater in it. Tiller. Yeah, uh, well, no, tiller's outside. I got it covered with a. Uh, For those water. that don't know, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this or not. Uh, Kurt Kelly takes his vegetable gardening pretty damn serious. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a cannon fool, a freezing fool. Well, I like to be a cannon fool, but I ain't really got nowhere to put it. That's why I'm thinking about. It. I've been thinking about making me a little underground uh, cellar, shelter, what have you, slash cellar. Yeah, I ain't got dude, we could storm, record you know? down. We could record down there. Right. I wouldn't take nothing to dig a hole in the dirt. No, just pile itself, pile the dirt back on top of your hole. You know. Yeah. I've got an idea for something like that, like a little storm shelter slash cellar, but I don't know if I get around to it or not. In a tornado, yeah, that trailer's nothing but a big-ass lawn dart, bro. Well, yeah, I ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just hold I on. I can go to my neighbor's, but heck, by the time I get over, it might be too late, you know? By the time you get over, you're going to get sucked up in the draft. Yeah, I can't leave luck behind. No. Well, I'll have to be, you know, toting him. His old ass, he wouldn't be able to run across the road with me. I'd be toting him. I ain't leaving him behind. I'd t- you got to carry a how, how much did he weigh at the vet? It's a hundred pounds. I told you, as a hundred pound dog. Well, actually, he wasn't quite a hundred. He's ninety eight. He's a little, a little over ninety eight. He's a big boy. Yeah, he is. But can you see me running across the yard with him? <laughs> That'd be like trying to run with me in your arms, bro. Oh gosh, dude. Well, we running wouldn't be an option then. If it'd be, well, no. <laughs> no, it'd be. This is something I've been thinking about. You know, you never know when that kind of shit can happen. No, you don't. We've been pretty, we've been pretty lucky actually here, the area here. I mean, what was just not too long ago, uh, Kentucky? They got hit yeah. pretty hard in December. That was a bad makes deal. Got, that was a bad, yeah, bad makes you deal. Think you know, it makes you guys think. Uh, and we've been pretty fortunate around this area. Yeah, that night, dude. Uh, I was laying awake because I had the kids that weekend and I was laying awake just, you know, watching and everything. And it, it just literally split us. There was, you know, just like drawing two right. red lines, one above us. Yep. One, and it, it split. All we got was some heavy rain and some wind. I didn't get no hail. All right. But, and man, like we dodged did. a bullet. It seems like it happens quite often. It hits the river there, Wabash River in Ohio, and it, it kind of splits. So I don't know. We've been kind of lucky. And Mississippi River, I think that influences some too. But you never know. I mean, he could come through here tonight. Who knows? Yeah. I have to call for storms later tonight. Yeah, yeah, I seen that. Something there's a hail threat for later on today right, too. Right. So, and if you got a hail threat, guess what? You're gonna have a wind threat too. Be my. And if you have a wind threat, you got a possible threat for tornadoes. Yes, yes, very unstable atmosphere, but. Dude, I, 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 this sounds so bad out of context. 
Nothing scares me and excites me more at the same time than tornadoes do. Uh, like I, I love say, watching YouTube. I'm very fat. Yes. I take it very seriously. I'm like get underground now, but yeah. yet I'm always peeking out the door looking. That that's just amazing to me that something that could be up to a mile, two mile wide, uh, devastating. If you're not underground, you're pretty much hit. You know, Mother Nature is a fickle beast. Yes, for sure. And uh, we don't do any favors by polluting the air, doing what we're doing. It ain't helping that. That's why we're driving all electric cars. Oh, my God. Speaking of driving all electric cars. Yeah. The rumor mill churns right now. I just seen this last night. I don't remember where. Just seen this last night. There has been discussions between NASCAR and Elon Musk. Why? Oh, no. You know where I'm going with this? Uh, maybe, yeah. About uh, an all-electric Tesla race car <laughs> that could be ready to hit the track in like three to five years. And the now, stop is you plug it into a charger. Or I don't know. I didn't. I I don't know. I technically didn't read the article. I just seen the headline. I don't remember what source was attached to it, so I don't know how reputable it was. I was too busy watching basketball, so I didn't click the link. But I guess the rumor mill turns that there's a discussion about NASCAR wanting to meet with Elon Musk to see about an all electric race car, and I'm sitting here thinking, what the fuck. Yeah, me too. I'm, uh, yeah, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it though? Yeah, well, you, you pit stop, you come plug your car in. <laughs> All right, guys, I need. <laughs> I'm coming in hot. I need four tires and a thirty second charge. <laughs> how would that even work? There's no way that could be real. That couldn't work. Yeah, I just don't see how that would work. Damn it! I was too busy watching basketball. I should have clicked on it. Hang on, hang on, hang on, puss. There'll be more coming up. No, no, hang on. I'm going to fill tape for me for about 30 seconds. Let me just see. Fill tape. Uh, That's not really. You got a word of the day? Word of the day? Word of the day? No, I haven't really come across word of the day yet. Um, Tesla and NASCAR. Tesla and NASCAR. Let's see. Tesla and NASCAR. Tesla. And- What's the Tesla part? You got to do that. Tesla is the car made by Elon Musk. Okay. I don't remember how reputable the source was. Elon Musk and NASCAR. Let's see. Something. Something. Anything. There's no way that could be true. That's why. I, now, so, 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 yeah, I, don't, I don't, I don't think it was. But like I said, I didn't click the link. I didn't see what the source attached to the bottom was. Um, so I don't know how reputable it is. I think that would take away from the sport. Well, yeah. Time. So I don't. I mean, what do you need a pit crew? Well, for? see, I mean, right now, is. right now. Um, I'm nothing's popping, so I'm, makes me think it was uh, satire, you know, bullshit. Clickbait. Clickbait. Um, I can't find nothing, so 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't hardly see how that would work out. Okay, so so that's good. So that's good. I yeah, okay. I, I agree. Yeah. See, got to make we'll sure we got we got to make sure that you know we're not putting false information <laughs> out there, like we always right. say. Everything talked about, to our knowledge, is factual. Uh, or opinion-based. Right. This one appears to be satire, so good thing I cleared the air on that because i seen that. I think... Y'all want and to I go didn't space? <laughs> yeah. The whole eat on it in the NASCAR, it don't really... Like I want to see how it would work. Guys, I need four tires and a 30-second charge. Let's go. 30-second charge, yeah. Uh, yeah. That would be interesting to see electric cars run a NASCAR race, though. I mean, no. <laughs> How much I mean, horsepower are you getting out of these electric sons of bitches? Well, that's, that's what I was getting ready to say. I mean, you'd be probably every car might have the same horsepower. You know, it'd be uh, in its infancy stages, wouldn't it? Yeah, pretty much. I, mean, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out on the electric race cars. They're out on the electric race cars. Yeah, I don't, they don't even have a ring to it. Good. Electric race cars. <laughs> moving on. There's there's a bow in that. Yeah. What, what else the we got? We got any, you got anything, puss? I'm getting hungry. I am too. Thinking about dinner here shortly. Thinking about dinner. Yep. Uh. Well, yeah. My belly's buried. Why you can't hear it? I'm trying to see if we got any other uh, thing I want to talk about. I don't really think this was a. I don't know what kind of episode this was. It's just a hodgepodge. Yeah. Um, Like I said, we need to get back on for few listeners we have. Yes, yes, the few. That's my line. The few listeners that we have. Well, to borrow a line from my. Your awesome co-host. Yes. Awesome co-host. <laughs> That's right. What else I got going this weekend? I do have a fantasy baseball draft at some point this weekend. Um, hockey playoffs will be coming up. Hockey playoffs, yeah, pretty soon, about a month. Is it a month left? I figured less than that. Eh, probably, I guess it's right, about April. Probably about, yeah, probably about a month or so, give or take. Speaking of gardening, it keeps this weather up. Oh, you're already you're already thinking about it, aren't you? Yep, I've uh, maybe expanded my garden a little bit this year. Maybe expanding your garden a little bit this year. Yep, that's the last year you got to mow. You know, I'm looking at my brackets right now. Did you know I picked Indiana to win in one bracket? I did eleven brackets. That's all I, I have. Picked up. Them in mine too. I mean, my my brackets then turned upside down. <laughs> I picked. I picked them in 11 brackets. Um, let's see. Where am I at here? Uh, one of my work, two of my work brackets are don't look too bad. Let's look at this one. This one's... Uh, Honestly, I thought the right-sided bracket was weak. I felt like it was maybe weak or something. Maybe not. We'll look at this bracket just a second here. I got Duke to pick the win at all. Uh... But I'm a homer, you know. Because you're a homer? I like, I like me some Chichetsky. Some Chichetsky. Boy, Iowa losing really kind of fucked me. Oh, I did pick 
St. Peter's in this one. Um, Over Kentucky? Yeah. This is my leading bracket here. I got oh, whiff. I got whiffed on Vermont, who I was sure was going to take down Kansas, and they only lost by four. I got whiffed on. Uh, I did pick Marquette in this one. I picked North Carolina in most of them, but I did pick Marquette for some reason in this one at the time. Did I? I called St. Peter's over Kentucky. That's good. And the only other one I got whiffed on was uh, Iowa, although I did pick Richmond in a lot of them. But I called Iowa in this one, and I got whiffed. Uh, Speaking of Richmond, there was another Richmond team about 86, 85, that put a good Indiana team out in the first round. I don't know if you ever heard of it or not, but Spud Webb was on that team. Spud Webb. Was on that Richmond team. I got a Spud Webb rookie card somewhere. Really? Yeah. Hey, you're cool. you're gonna laugh. This one bracket here, the final four was Gonzaga, Purdue, Michigan, and Iowa. So it's funny you got three Big Ten teams. I didn't realize that time. I don't think I had any Big Ten teams going to the final four bracket, which I left. I forgot left to work. I'm embarrassed to say Purdue is winning this bracket. I'm probably going to get death uh, death mail now. Is there games going on now? There is games going on now, and if you give me a second, I should be able to give an updated listen. This would be better if we were live. I wonder if, right. how we could do a live episode sometime. I don't know. We'd have to have a camera, wouldn't we? Or- well, yeah, I could upload it live to Facebook or maybe your YouTube. All right. Uh, of course, we'll break all the cameras. But I mean, I got the f- I got the f- face for radio. Yes. Oh, hey, here you go. Here's another bit of pro wrestling news. <laughs> just just right. throwing this out here. Right. Um, World Wrestling Entertainment, the WWE, the premier leader in professional wrestling. Uh, I was going to tell you this. Uh, you know how everybody's just kind of like saying fuck you to Russia right now? Yeah. WWE removed all their content from Russian reach. <laughs> like took all their shit out of their Russian um, markets and everything. Huh. So, <laughs> Dang it. They're going to be isolated. Dude, long, Russia's pretty much, man, hey, man, take pro wrestling away from everything. Shh. Putin, <laughs> Putin needs his pro wrestling, bro. <laughs> All right, uh-huh. let's look at uh, let's look at the games now. Uh, NCAA men's. Let's give an updated thing here. So we are uh, currently halftime. Oh, that might be the women's. Oh yeah, the women's is going on right now. I said men's. Oh, oh men's no, that is men's. Too. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I looked at the bracket wrong. So, uh, Ohio State's up 23-18 to 18 over Loyal of Chicago, 23-18. Uh, Auburn in a close one with 15-seeded uh, Jacksonville State, 33-27. Is that the only two games that are live right now? Uh, that They are live right now. About 15 minutes or so, we're going to have tip-off between one of the most anticipated teams I'm looking forward to seeing. 
That would be three-seeded Texas Tech over 14-seeded Montana State. So, Montana State, what's their logo? They are the... The fuck is Montana State called? I don't remember what Montana State is. No, I'm sure neither. The... I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to think of the, uh, Wyoming, too. The Cowboys. I think. Wyoming's the Cowboys. Yeah. You know... The Red Raiders, uh, the Texas Tech. Yale's not going to take Purdue. Here's the thing about Purdue. Purdue has one of the top five ranked offenses in the nation, I think. Definitely top ten. Uh, Yale's not going to take them. But at the same time... Every year, the Ivy League school seems to come out strong. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I'm saying don't sleep on them. I think this game might be a – this is just my opinion. You know, I could be an idiot. I could be a genius. I don't know. But I think don't sleep on Neil. I think this game, at least in the early stages this afternoon, might be a little closer be than people think. Right. But Purdue's going to run away with it. So – I don't know much about Yale, but they're probably a shooting team, to be my guess. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> man, oh, man. I mean, they're get hot at the right time, though. I mean, three points. And that's what two. it is. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah, you just got to think, totally think, think back about Jimmy V in 83. Oh, dude, I love me some Jimmy V. I mean, yeah. You know, they always say any given Sunday for football, but, you know, at the same time, any given tournament game. Yeah. So. They were destined to win that year, the Wolfpack. I was kind of a Wolfpack fan after that a little bit. They played Houston, right? We talked about that. That was our – wasn't that our number one sports moment of all time? Yeah. Yep. Don't listen to that episode. Great. It was a great moment. Great moment. Terrible episode. Pandemonium. That's Kurt Kelly's word of the day. Pandemonium. Pandemonium. Um. You got anything else, Puss? You want to go? Or you want to call it quits for the day? You need to. Fe- I say I'm getting. I'm getting hungry. You getting hungry? Yeah, I might keep me up. Keep up with the college basketball here. Well I then, uh, let's go ahead and put a bow on it. Um. So I guess next week. And you I help your old man too, don't you? Yeah, here in a little bit, and I got to get That's the kids at five. Yeah. Um, yeah. next week, I think I I I I don't think I have plans scheduled for next Saturday night. So we will not be recording on Saturday night. So next week okay. we're gonna do Friday morning in person or remote or Sunday okay. afternoon. We'll figure that out over the week, and I guess I need to get my butt busy on the research notes to finish up the top 10 point guards episode, top 25. However I decide to do it, right. uh, I need to get that put together and done, so that will be that will be the next thing we do. Right on. All right. All right, bro. Well, uh, have a good weekend. And, uh, yeah, you too. Oh, yeah. I will uh, see you Monday morning. I'm sure there'll be some more upsets we can talk about. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yep, for sure, man. All right, homie. I'll catch you later. All right. Have a good one. You see you. Later. All right, guys. So uh, that was just uh, another, you know, episode. So so basically, 
I just texted Kurt last night. And uh, like I said, we've been doing this 11 months now. And since about um, June, July-ish, we just got on this schedule where we would where we were recording basically every two weeks. We were just recording on Saturday nights on the weekends. I didn't have the kids. But I'm getting a little more busy now. But at the same time, we're also still recording. I just I, I told him we need to get some more mileage out of this episode. You know, I'm paying thirty nine ninety nine a month for our, our hosting, which is fine. Um, we're, we're doing that hosting because I didn't want to use something free like Anchor where our episodes, after Anchor, after so long, your episodes get taken down. These episodes are linked. They're filed. These episodes will never be removed. They'll never be lost in the internet. And I like the things that Podbean can do for us. We've grown with Podbean. But I was like, for thirty nine ninety nine a month, I need something more than two episodes a month now. So we're going to try to get back to, to doing a brief, unrelated episode on a Friday or a Sunday and then sticking with our usual mega episodes on. But anyways, so that, that was it for today. I don't know what I'll title this episode. This was just a hodgepodge of a lot of shit here. But uh, it was fun. My phone is going absolute fucking eight shit right now. What is going on here? Let's mute that. So, yeah, guys. So, for Kirk Kelly, it's Jared Atkins. I hope you enjoyed this Friday edition of uh, Steel Toes and Scoreboards. And we will see you guys next time.